0: I was that friend that all my Pacifica friends came to and said, "You know, brother, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling today. No. You know, I can't tell my bro, can't tell my mum, what I do." So I spoke to them. They realised, okay, it's actually not bad to say how you're feeling. Yeah. And they started speaking to each other. Wow. So I thought, well, maybe I can help some more people with what I've been through.
1: You want to listen a bit more, and you realise that the more the more you know the more you realize that there's actually more information out there. So you shouldn't really kind of jump to a conclusion. Um, Our mutual friend, uh, Ryan, actually um, talked about it a lot, you know, the the, the whole circle of knowledge. Mm. You know, the bigger it gets, the more you realize how much unexplored space there is beyond that.
0: I'm I'm big on the universe works its ways. You know, if someone comes to me and I find from my stalking that they look interesting or they have something to say, I reach out to them, get their vibe mm. and invite them on. A lot of
1: what we do kind of intersects and, you know, like it's all love, it's all connection. Like I it sounds a little bit hippie, which I'm not, but I'm kinda of glad that I got that vibe out of that. Like it really you know, it really kinda of brought a lot of positivity to my
2: oh life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I truly believe that if you put your all out into either something you love doing or, or try to improve yourself into the universe that over time you'll subtly get little gold nuggets that will build up to something amazing.
2: Bringing out the yeah, bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero Look inside the mirror, I find one Oh, carry the hurt when it gets too hard Pick it up, dust it off When I fall down 11, I get up 12 Don't need nobody else yeah, I can
3: save myself. Uh, fellas, thanks for coming into the studio and entertaining this um, crazy idea of getting together and, um, I don't know, talking about life. And that's that's been my last 10 years, is interviewing people about what makes the world tick. I don't feel like I've really learned a hell of a lot apart from... Realising we're quite similar, you know, and, and Russia, we were just talking about uh, Russia and, you know, you were saying that, you know, you got family on both sides. And on, if you look at the news, it will tell you that there's a, you know, there's clear good and clear evil. But as we all know, with family, it's very interweaved, eh?
1: yeah yeah no i mean like I, I say this a lot on my podcast as well a lot of it is a gray area it's never black and white yeah. you know if you if you think deeply into these things there's just so many moving parts that mm. you know it's hard to kind of just say one or two but it's easier to sell it to people that way yeah you know if exactly. they don't want to think about it, it's like oh just pick one you got two options just pick one yeah. reality is there's a whole lot more than that
3: and and hinder you also so so we should also say we all podcast yeah yep yeah. and um it's I don't know. Do you guys feel like this, where it gives you the permission to maybe have those deeper discussions? Then, you know, like people are busy these days, Mm. and I kind of feel like you have to make a meeting with someone, and there's a duration, and we're going to talk about this topic. And there's not that many times to be like, "Hey, what do you think about this or that?" Unless we got it, unless we're on the booze or something. And I feel like that's a whole other problem, yeah, because we go far down the rabbit hole. I, I guess I'm asking you, like. Do you kind of feel like you're having these really deep discussions and was that the idea when you started a podcast?
0: Yeah, heck yeah. So I initially started to help my friends be able to provide them answers to the questions they had mm. at school. Oh. was that friend that all my Pacifica friends came to and said, you know, brother, I'm feeling this, way. I'm feeling today. Mm. You know, I can't tell my bro, can't tell my mum what I do. So I spoke to them. They realised, okay, it's actually not bad to say how you're feeling and yeah. they started speaking to each other wow. so I thought well maybe I can help some more people with what I've been through and it kind of started off like that and then two years later had a bit of a snowball effect um, but it's just beautiful being able to say you know come over a Friday don't feel pressured to say anything it's just mm. a yarn mm. say whatever you want to say and then you realise when I start off with the question of how are you doing yeah. that just hits a nerve in mm. their minds and they just open up Yeah. Some days I've had um, like Stefan from Garage Gym NZ, he came on my podcast and he just opened up. He he had, like Dom Harvey said, he had his dirty gym bag in his car for over 30 odd years mm. and he said stuff that he's never said to anyone. And it's just being able to provide that safe space, like yeah. you said, not, not where you have to be on the booze or, or be out with the boys and feel like you can talk, just mm. finding that space where just a typical Friday afternoon yarn. Mm. Do you feel like that, bro? Uh, yes and no, because I mean, like for like in my mind, I always
1: wanted. You know, I always have a lot of opinions about things, right? Mm. Like I'm not what like I'm not opinionated in the sense of like I'm going to push them out everywhere, but I'm like I got my opinions, but they they're just that they're opinions until you can kind of get somebody that knows something about mm. this to come and actually kind of clarify certain things yeah. for you. You know, I can only read so much, I can only think so mm. much, so. In my like in my mind, it's a good way to like, you know, you mentioned the um the podcast about OnlyFans, you know. Like I had a kind of preconceived idea of what these things are. I had my own opinion. Like Mm -hmm. I don't go out and, you know, kind of propagate it, say everyone like, oh, this is how it should be, this is what I think and this is what you should think. Mm -hmm. But in saying that, I'm like, well, all right, let's head the other side, let's put my views against that and you know, let's let's have a good discussion about it. It's not like it's not a an argument like you know it it could it could be a bit of a debate but at least it's an interesting Mm. one it's not like a hostile one Mm. so you know for me i thought it was a good you know it was a good way to kind of create a platform where we could chop these ideas up
3: Mm. yeah and what's your guys thoughts on like at the moment there's a lot of content right just worldwide you've got really long form stuff then you've got this kind of short form tiktok stuff um, and and I know personally, I use podcasts to burn through a lot of time. If I'm driving, mm-hmm. I mean, recently I've tried to listen to more audio books. But traditionally, I'd you know a four hour Joe Rogan, for example, would get you to work, get you home again twice. Yeah, and I feel like I'm well exposed to a variety of ideas, but maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm kind of indoctrinated to certain ideas. And I mean, that's kind of where I'm finding myself. Like, man, what? What is even true? What do you hold on to? You know, like I'll have people sitting where you are and they'll talk from a very religious point of view and then someone from an atheist point of view and all I can see is two people who really care about life. And I don't know how that serves me in the real world, you know, because I feel like a lot of us, it's like, what side are you on? You know, and I'm like, I'm on the side of talking to people and learning more or trying to connect, you know, because I think there's a lot of – Uh, we're practicing something here, eh? Which is like we're looking at each other the right amount of time, trying to make you feel comfortable as much as we can Mm. to conduct the conversation. And I don't think that happens that often. What do you think, bro?
0: Well, I don't think it happens enough in the Mm. sense of people feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, You almost feel, you know, depending on how the conversation started with who you're talking to, you almost feel like you have to almost – Divert your answers to make them feel comfortable, or who you're talking with. Yes, yes. You know, there's no real safety of just being open, giving your like Russia said, you no, know, your opinion to to the conversation mm. without feeling the the daunting feeling of how they're going to perceive me after I say this, or what are they going to think of me after <laughs> yeah. I give my opinion?
3: You know what I mean? Mm. Any thoughts there, bro?
1: Yeah, I mean, early on when I first started doing this. um it was actually my father who gave me that, um, gave me some advice. He saw a couple of my episodes and he said, look, you should try and let the other person talk a little bit more, really? a, a little bit more about themselves. Like it's great that you have an opinion, but like allow them to open up and listen a little bit more. And I tried that and you know what? Like one thing that I've learned from this whole thing is, and that's something I can take away into into the world, you know, like I I'm a lot more – I'm a lot more inclined to be open-minded towards different things and doing that, you know, like you just kind of, you're, you want to listen a bit more and you realize that the more, the more, you know, the more you realize that there's actually more information out there. Mm. So you shouldn't really kind of jump to a conclusion. Um, our mutual friend uh, Ryan actually um talked about it a lot, you know, the, the, the whole circle of knowledge. Mm. You know, the bigger it gets, the more you realize how much unexplored space there is beyond that. Yep. So yeah, I mean like that for me for me that's been a thing. You know, mm. I just I, I go out, I try to I try to listen more, try to take it in and and understand why why things are the way they are. Mm.
3: Yeah. Um, have you reached any conclusions yet? From, you know, the people you've interviewed and the views on life that have been shared? Like, what are some things that have helped shaped your, I don't know, what you find true or navigation points?
0: I mean, I'll, it's pretty much what Russia said, which mm-hmm. is, you know, first you go out with opinion and you almost wait for someone to either prove you right or prove you wrong. Yeah. You know, and it's, at the end of the day, we all want to be heard. So some things you've got to take with a grain of salt. Some things you've got to go, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but... Mm. This is why I don't believe it's true. Um, but yeah, it, it always starts with this is how I feel, you know, prove me right or prove me wrong, and then we'll go from there.
3: Yeah. What's your background, Russia? How do, like, I know you from podcasting, but, um, you obviously had a life before that?
1: No, it's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting life. You know, I've, you know, I was an immigrant in my younger years. Mm. Obviously, you know, it was a bit of a culture shock. Um, I've had all sorts of adventures as a teenager, you know, like it's, it was a dynamic time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think I worked as a as a personal trainer. Um, I was in boxing for a, for a long time, for about eight years, mm-hmm. you know, where I actually did it as a job. And, you know, like you come across all sorts of different people from different backgrounds. You know, mm-hmm. I think in boxing especially, you know, it's one of those places where – you know, you'll have the cops, you'll have the gangsters, you'll have the bankers, you'll have the lawyers, you have everybody show up, beat each other up, and hug it out at the <laughs> end. You know, and like, and it kind of opened. You know, I think it created that idea in my mind is that, like, all right, well, you know, there's there's a lot of divisions out and out in the world that we kind of have to navigate, but the, there are also things that ultimately connect us. And Absolutely, for yeah. me, that was you know, there was some motivating factors like, well, you know, let's get together. Let's try, mm. let's try to figure out what, you know, how we can come together rather than kind of divide because there's so many things that are, you know, that are pushing us towards that. Yeah. It's interesting.
3: It yeah. uh, makes me wonder if there's a bit of a prerequisite for podcasting or the pursuit of it. Cause a lot of what you're saying is like, you were already kind of um, interweaving ideas and mixing with people. What about for you, Hendo? Do, do you know, does any of that resonate? Like what's your background? why, why? Why pursue something like being a podcast host?
0: I think it was more of a inner a healing moment. Right, you know, being not feeling as if I was heard from when I was younger. Yeah, um, being able to connect with a lot of people, I felt quite disconnected for a majority of my life when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, didn't really fit in. Um, had to end up becoming friends with a lot of people who made me feel disconnected. Yes, uh, so this was a real sense of being connected and able to actually give back to the people who. And since needed the same person as I needed mm. and it's really inter- interesting what Russia said there is that's so true You know so many of us are on a different journey
2: yeah.
0: There's so many moments like that which is boxing mm. that people actually realize hey, we're actually not that different yeah. But it's so fascinating that we live in a world where everyone has to you know, be like an officer or, or be a lawyer mm. They have to do their thing to be different, mm. but we're actually a lot more similar than we realize. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and uh, and sometimes I feel like I'm part of a really exclusive club. Like I often say to people like the best thing about having a podcast is it allows you to email a person that you wouldn't normally. Like can you think, let's take your OnlyFans guest, can you think of any other way you might cross paths or have a conversation that without the podcast? I mean maybe, but we need so much context where a podcast is like it's understood now that, are oh, we going to try and get to know each other in a very uh, non-threatening, safe way, right?
1: Yeah, kind of like a level playing field. You know, mm. just, we're getting together. We're going to chop it up. We're going to, you know, you're going to have your space. I'm going to have mine. We'll talk about this, and you know, we'll we'll try and we'll try to create a new understanding. You know, because again, you know, with some topics such as you know, OnlyFans is probably a good example. Mm. Is, you know, like you'll have some pretty formulated. Preconceived ideas that you're bringing to the table. So, did you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah.
3: Were yeah. they, you know, like, yeah, I mean, can you share what your um, preconceived ideas were?
1: Well, you know, like, I mean, I, the way I looked at it is a lot of people thought that, you know, I might've been quite conservative about these things. Like, oh, you know, like, it's just, it's just not cool. You know, Mm. women should be like this. Like, there's a lot of podcasts that do that. All those like bro podcasts, (laughs) all this, you know, Andrew Tate type stuff, you know, like, you know, that, that stuff is a hot topic right now. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 You know, so telling everybody how everything should be. And I'm like, nah, like, I don't have anything against like, um, freedom of sexuality and, you know, like. If you're feeling yourself, go for it. Mm. But it was more the the financial aspect mm. that um that kind of bothered me more so than anything because I um I do have a financial like ec- economic background, so to speak. I um I've studied economics and finance in university, and I kind of I tend to look at at society through an economic lens. You know, mm. like I've, I I personally feel a lot of the problems that we have uh, economic in nature. You know, a lot of like any time we talk about race, any time we talk about religion and anything else that we kind of any issues that we have, it always boils down to money. Who mm-hmm. has some and who has none, mm-hmm. who's getting some, who's missing out. And, you know, OnlyFans is a, you know, is an interesting phenomena where it was kind of, you know, they it was normalized as a like, OK, cool, we can use sexuality to generate an income and whether at one point it would have been looked down on as like, oh, well, you know, that's morally incorrect. Now it's kind of like, well, you know, it's fair mm-hmm. game. Money's mm-hmm. money. You got to get paid. So, you know, like in my mind, it was always this little bit of a conflict where it's like, well, you know, I, I find that a little bit unreasonable that, you know, there are people out there paying such amounts of money because this, you know, the thing is it's not just any old like, you know, a couple of dollars here and there, you know, like, um, we discussed, um, my my guest was actually very open about it, How much money gets made, and and you know, like I was pretty shocked. It's you know, like you you're working like a like a full time job, like a well paid full time job. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I and I think to myself, where does this money come from? Like, who pays for this? You know, you got people out here struggling. They can't pay their rent. They can't they can't eat. Working double and, jobs and all that. Exactly, mm-hmm. and then there's somebody else who has that money to pay for you know some. As and city picks, you know what I mean. Mm, you know, so that mm. that to me, I was just like, all right, well, let's let's get into that. Let's you know, let's mm. see, let's see how you know what what we can kind of find out from this conversation.
3: Mm. And I mean, people can go and listen to your episode, but what were your takeaways?
1: My takeaways were were that well, you know, mainly I was like, well, okay, well, you know, from a point or from a point of view of a woman, right? Because I mean, that's another thing. Is just like for me personally, like I you know I wouldn't condone that for. Someone close to me, right? But in saying that, it's like, I'm not saying that, you know, like nobody is to do that. Again, everybody's free to do whatever they want. Mm. So basically, what I, the main takeaway for me was that it's, it's a, it's a conscious choice. And people who do this understand the consequences. And I mean, so long as you do, that's what you do. You know, everybody's got a life, whether it's, you know, you could, you could be talking about any, any occupation and it will have consequences. You know, if you are a, you know, if you're an OnlyFans fans girl, you're, you know, some people might be like, Oh, well, you know, I don't associate with you because I'm, I could be religious or I could just, you know, have st- strong sense of morality. If you're a cop, you know, people might be a little bit sketch to talk about certain things they do in their free time, mm. et cetera, you know? So there's a lot of professions that are, that kind of, that entail that. So that's what I took away from that. and, I'm like, well, hey, if it's it's what it is, you know what you're doing and you know the consequences, so, you know, I'm I'm not here to judge you. Yeah. So, I guess, you know, like do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But I realized that, you know, this isn't something that I should kind of concern myself so much with. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you took it out of the imagination world and you found a way to understand it better. And it's to, it's exactly what people say. Go and talk to someone about it.
1: Yeah, to coexist rather than conflict. Because I, yes. could, you know,
3: cause there's a lot. Um, That's one of the things that
1: she's brought up. This, you know, people talk shit. They'll say they'll come up to you and say, "Oh, well, you know, you're you know, you're a hoe for this, you're mm, this and mm. that." But reality is, it's like, well, you know, what's it to you? Mm. Like, you know, like try to understand the person on the other end, mm. and then once you understand them, you realize, like, you know what? Hey, do what you got to do. All power to you. It That's doesn't right. bother me. It doesn't interfere with what I do.
3: How do you think people are doing that these days? Because we get a chance to do that through, like, look at today. We didn't know each other, but now we're together. I think we feel pretty good and we're having this discussion. We get, I, I reckon people get caught in these echo chambers, right? Where not just online, but in real life too. I'm catching up with this person. This is what we talk about. I mean, it's hard to know. When you were talking, Russia. I was thinking, but yeah, that makes total sense because we are podcasters. It's our job in some ways, not monetary, but it's our job to attempt to make content through the views of someone else, right? Which is sometimes, I reckon, got me in trouble because um won't name names, but I have had guests on which others will reach out to me, produce a guy and say, do you know what that person does? And I'll be like, no, and then you'll go down the road of what they do, and I'm like, ooh maybe I should have researched a bit mm. more. You know, have you ever found yourself in that scenario where you're kind of not too sure what you're going to get out of someone? Like how do you pick your guests maybe is my question
0: because I go by stalk, feeling. Stalk them. Awesome. <laughs> see what they do. You know, see <laughs> if – see if, I mainly go for people who have a story.
3: And and is there something – do you read something or do you get a feeling like that's someone I'd like to talk mm. to?
0: Yeah, it's more or less through uh, – I. I Found Russia was through Ryan, and how I came across your account. Mm, You know, mm. I'm I'm big on the universe works its ways. You know, if someone comes to me and I find from my stalking that they they look interesting or they have something to say, I will reach out to them, get their vibe, Mm. and invite them on.
3: Mm. Interesting how we can talk about that in a digital context because that exists that vibe.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
3: but I don't know how to describe it.
1: Well, I've actually had a bit of a, you know, it's interesting that you say that, but it's, it's, it's been a bit of a problem for me in some ways where I, I want those kind of guests. I want those guests that are like, you know, that do some shit that everybody's like, oh, well, you know, cause, cause I'm with it. Like, I'm like, bring any controversy to me. I'm, you know, I would, I discovered that about myself as I, as I'm able to discuss any topic without kind of being too prejudiced about it, right? Like, I'm like, cool, this is, Almost like a talent, I feel, for me, because for I feel that, you know, in modern society, for a lot of people, it's not. People mm. jump to these sides and they kind of, you know, they go hard, they have these arguments on Facebook and whatnot. Mm. For me, I'm like, okay, cool, so I can talk about this a, a bit more impartially, but I need, you know, I need that fuel. Come on, bring bring something yep. juicy to me. And I found that ever since I actually started doing the podcast it's harder to get people like, you know, if if people used to talk a bit of shit, now they don't. And I'm yeah. like, oh, come on, what happened? Like, <laughs> you know, you wanted all the smoke before, now you want to be quiet? Like, come <laughs> on, let's go. Mm.
3: Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. No, I have none of that. I don't want to create any controversy. You know, no and it's an interesting thing because I feel like that would be one strategy to getting a bigger audience, you know? But I feel like you generally want to know about that stuff too, don't you? You yeah, know, I it, mean, I,
1: I want to like, I want to get to the bottom of it, you know, because a lot of people have like a certain view of these things I don't understand everything beneath that. Mm-hmm. And I know that I don't. So I'm like, well, let's bring it in. I feel that you know like for me um like the two episodes that really stood out to me that i've done were the um obviously the only fans one and one that i did with um richie hardcore mm. um shout out to richie hardcore that was really good i think we felt i felt we really pushed each other on our views um when it came to things like politics you mm. know and whatnot so like that that's what i enjoy it's just like let's bring it in let's let's try and find something opposing mm. because there'll be a there'll be somebody out there who pick a side There'll be somebody on the, you know, Richie Hardcore side. There'll be somebody on mine. Mm. But let's kind of, let's collide these views together and let's see how we can actually coexist, how we can, Mm. again, how we can get together rather than, you know, talk shit and fight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you cross your fingers that you hope most people feel like that, eh? That we wish to find a mutual ground. I don't know though. I, again, I, I think we're, I might—I don't know. I'm probably too close into this, but I feel like we're forced. If you want to have a podcast and have guests, you have to find a way to meet in the middle, you know. And um, I think we've got enough options at the moment to nearly not want to meet in the middle with people, you know. You can block people online. You can have your own little friends group, or, or yeah, it's interesting. Um, Hendo, have you had a guest that I don't know? said something in a certain way or dropped a bit of advice that really stuck with you? Because you know, that's the thing, when you conduct these hour conversations, lots of things come in the brain. And yeah. Yeah. but what is have there been any kind of real game changes for you?
0: I think the biggest one that comes to mind is when I interviewed Will Thomas from Saatchi Uh they would they just found out that they were gonna play at Tomorrowland, which is one of the biggest DMB festivals. Um a piece of advice that stuck with me from him was allow your goalposts to move. Hmm. Now you're on your, you're on your journey, you're on your road to get to where you want to go. Something might happen. Say you're trying to make a rep team in a sports, make an injury. You're out, your outcome may, may take longer. You may have to go a different route to get there, which means your goalposts will move. And sometimes that's not a bad thing. You now you have to adjust, you have to improve, you have to, you know, divert from your original plan to reach those goals are uh, those goalposts. So they're mm. always going to they're always going to move. Mm. I went away from that, going well. Wow. You know, you spend so much time being fixated on one end goal, and something pushes you back. You either give up on that end goal, or you you put too much pressure on yourself to make it quicker because you've fallen back. Mm. But if you actually realize that the end goals will move because you've had a uh, a collision with a challenge, you're going to enjoy the journey so much more.
3: Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Russia? Have you had any, um, well, I call them mind-blowing moments, right? That's why I name my podcast. I want like share that bit to me that changed how you view the world and I'm hoping that, again, cross fingers that you can transfer knowledge over the internet. I'm not sure if that's true. You know, I think that maybe you have to be hit in the head to know what that feels like. You might You can't actually tell someone what it's like. You know, I wonder if that's life. That's a sneaky bit about life. It's a, player one rules you know you actually have to play but yeah did you have you had any kind of uh, drop mic moments
1: i want to say there weren't like there weren't really particular moments i just think it's the overall journey from the very start right up until now i feel that you know I've, i've i feel really blessed that i've been able to get the people that I've got on my podcast each and every guest, like for real, like everybody that's been on versus everything from the very first episode right up to now. I just, you know, I feel really grateful that I managed to get these people on and to get, you know, get an insight into their experience. And, I feel that it really enriched my own, you know, like I feel like it's just, you know, like that, that really opened my mind to a lot of, um, a lot of what's going on out there, the different, you know, different ways people live, the different things people do. Mm. And, you know, you kind of, you get a more firsthand account of how these things work and you, you just feel a lot more connected to everything around you. And I think to me, that was the biggest thing because for a long time for me personally, I felt quite isolated in that sense, you know, because I, I thought that, you know, like, I think my own way, there's a lot mm. going on, um, you look at social media, everybody seems to be doing some shit, mm. that I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not really a part mm-hmm. of that, I'm missing out, but I'm like, you know what, reality is, a lot of what we do kind of intersects and, you know, like, it's all love, it's all connection, like, I it sounds a little bit hippie, which I'm not, but I'm kind of glad that I got that vibe out of that, like a really... You know, it really kind of brought a lot of positivity to my life. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, like there's some things I've learned on this journey too, which is like I read a research article which talked about when you talk to someone, more things happen physiologically. Like apparently at the moment all of our heartbeats are kind of syncing up, and that's like a real human thing, you know, and we're obviously observing each other. But – I didn't know that those type of things were part of this whole thing, but it makes sense when you both talk, because I kind of have a similar, well, probably something similar too. I grew up in mixed cultures, right? Half Pacific, half Kiwi, so I've never really sat on either side. So, in essence, of podcasting's been a way for me to try and articulate that where do I belong, you know? And obviously. That takes you down some journeys of, you know, religion and faith and but I'm well, you know, hundred and something episodes in and I'm no closer. I have no answers. Just the fact that most people probably don't. Hey. Eh? Yeah, They're but you enjoy j- the journey though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you sneak little tips and tricks into your world and maybe just hours and hours of talking to people is practice at mm. talking to people. You know, um, like how many hours, Hendo, would you put into the podcast every week?
0: Oh, gosh. So it's probably, it would be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the classic. That's, a lot. Pod. that's Yeah, a, yeah. Try and break it down. It's a lot. Because so,
3: people might be wanting to start their own. It's like, well, yeah. it's more than just getting a camera and a couple of mics.
0: It would be a week. It would take up most of the week to one, organize a guest and keep them up to date to make yeah. sure they're coming. And,
3: and what type of, like, are you emailing, calling, texting?
0: Yeah, a bit of emailing and texting, a bit of both. Yeah. Uh, Are you always
3: surprised that it works?
0: Yeah, the thing I have found that works the best is voice notes. People love right. a voice note because yeah. it's more. It's m- what's the word? It's more connecting, I guess. They hear your voice. They feel mm, like they yeah, know so you like rather than inter- the other. one. one. Yeah. one. That's yeah. the one. And they come over and be shy of two hours setting everything up, running them through how it goes. Yeah. Afterwards, they leave. I'd spend another two hours editing it, yeah. getting the shorts.
3: And it's at your house?
0: Yeah, in my bedroom. And in they're bedroom.
3: cool with coming over? Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's that's also the the cool thing is they come over and they walk in. Oh, shit, shit it's in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, is that all good? Yeah, sweet. Okay, sweet. <laughs> just calm yeah. down. Yeah. And then I'll probably say it would be another hour and a half trying to figure out what the caption is going to be. Yeah. And then you've got to double check it the next day and make your thumbnails. Like it takes up a lot of chunk of time. Mm. It's not just film it, record it, upload.
3: Yeah, And, you know, hand on heart, are you getting the kind of engagement you thought you would Like, you know what I'm trying to say? I know what you mean, yeah. Like, because the big thing is no one really releases their numbers, right? Because you do if you're Joe Rogan, Mm. but you don't if you're me, because…
0: I get what I mean, yeah. Yeah, Mm.
3: so how have you grappled with the idea that, um, and you might, you know, you might have tens of thousands, but what's your, how does that work for you?
0: So for the time period that I've been doing it, Mm. I won't lie, I was expecting to get a bit more engagement. Yeah. But it's more the unique engagement. Yes. The people who who actually come back every week. And reach out. That's the one. Yes, yes. And, you know, I believe that you'll reach your peak at a different time. Rush will reach Mm -hmm. his his peak at a different time, and it's more trying to not compare to others. Okay, this is what people like. Oh, This is what they're interested in. This is what helps them. Mm -hmm. I'll keep doing that, and Mm -hmm. it will come.
3: And maybe we just get into the weeds for a bit. What about editing and stuff? Like, did you teach yourself how to do that? Um, did you already know how to do that? What's your techniques, you know?
0: Yeah, so for editing, I just trim the start, trim the end, chuck my logo over it, and <laughs> that's the editing done. Boom. That's Boom. it done, yeah.
3: Sounds like the business we're running, guy. <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. And then uploading, any any strategy to, like, when you release or?
0: Yeah, so I was aiming for every Tuesday afternoon. Um, but now I've just gone whatever day feels best of the week. You know, it's a, it's a bit of... A cliffhanger Oh yeah. uh, is he going to Upload on Tuesday Or is he going to Upload on Friday mm. Wait and find out So It's a lot less Stressful as well You know Because you don't Want to get to Monday Oh shit I haven't Finished editing yeah. A lot of stress You start rushing Yourself and you Start That's feeling the quality yeah, slip yeah, yeah. as well Yeah, yeah. No, I'm And you feel you, yeah. like You're almost Letting people down Because it's yeah. not Up to standard mm. So now I've kind of Just gone you know I'll upload it When I've, when I've uploaded it But it'll be before The weekend That yeah. kind of Vibe yeah What about
3: you Russia What's your You know how many Hours you're putting Into this thing
0: yeah, no, nah, man, I put a lot in, um, you know,
1: like I've obviously I got a, um, I got a full time job and, mm. you know, I still try to stay involved in you know a little bit of fitness and boxing every now and again. So yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of free time goes into whatever free time is left. You know, it's whatever it's chopping up reels for Instagram. Um, it's, yeah, it's a little bit of editing. It's just trying to, trying to figure out how to best present these things, um, but yeah, you know, like it's interesting because yeah, I've literally kind of dove into the deep end. I'm, I knew nothing about the technical side of it. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's have a look at it. Okay, yeah, this is the camera. That's the mic. What can I get? Like, I was lucky enough that the guy at um, Rock Shop told me about a particular software that I could use to record it all. He just I'm gave like, you all the expensive stuff. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. No, that was actually a free software. It's just like, yo, oh. I, u- I use this to like stream stuff. You should try this. I gave it a go. I'm like, what is it? OBS? Uh yeah, Streamlabs OBS. I'm oh, like, yeah. man, cool. That works for me. Um, yeah. and yeah, basically, like it's it's trying to it's trying to wrestle with these bits and pieces, and you know, a bit of a trial and error process. But because I like I I do all this on my own. Yeah. Um, I've got my taru artist, at Town Hall Taru that allows me to use his studio as nice. a studio for me after hours. So that's where I go in, I set up. You know, I have my backdrop, my camera, everything set up, a light. Um, so I kind of have to set this up from scratch every single time. Um, but yeah, it creates a pretty cool vibe. You know, people like it. There's a mm. big headed fish next to me. You know, it's out, it's out of camera shot, but I think it's starting to like <laughs> everyone keeps pointing it out. And yeah, it's I think I mascot- need to like take a video of yeah, it or bro, something, yeah. eh? just so people know yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, exactly.
3: Oh man, that's cool. It's cool to kind of break down behind the scenes. Eh? I think we're all bombarded with the internet and people putting out content. And I think, um, one of the things that's not celebrated enough is just how damn long it takes, mm. you know, and <clears throat> I kind of fascinated, I read a stat which is like if you can get to 21 episodes, you're in the top 1% of podcasters. Actually, I think Ryan told me that. And I mean, how many episodes are you up to?
0: Oh, Marion to 60. So there you go. Well, that's an interesting 1%. thing is they say that on average most podcasts only last seven episodes mm. and that's the, that's the cutting point.
3: What do you think gets people like the work involved? Eh? You just don't realize like the, the, yeah.
1: I think it's, I think it's the, you know, it's the engagement that you talk 100%. about, you know, cause everyone thinks that like, Oh, I'm going to put something out. Everyone's just going to see it and be like, Oh man, this is the goods. Everyone's going to mm. listen. Mm. Everyone's going to like it. And reality is like, that's not how it works. And I feel like, I think for me, the the biggest thing is from the very beginning, I decided that this is not what I'm doing this for. Like, I'm just like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, whatever views are, they might be high, they might be low, I don't care. But I know that somebody's out, out there is listening, and I don't care how many people it is, even if it's just that one person that listened to this, mm-hmm. really felt it, and, you know, like they, they've taken this, and it kind of, you know, it's it, all this stuff it does, you know, if, like, I don't want to make it sound too, like, grandiose, but... It does affect the course of your life. You know, mm-hmm. you listen to something and you kind of, you look, now you look at things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, that's the biggest driver, you know, and I've had a number of really awesome moments. Like, I'm, you know, like my, as far as engagement goes, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing anything that's like, ooh, huge.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just,
1: it is what it is. Yeah. But I've had a re- couple of really nice moments, where whether it's on Instagram or even cooler, like, you know, when when that's happened in person, I I went to the gym once. This random dude I've never met him before just came out to me. He's like, "Oh, yo, Rolling Russia. I've seen your I've seen your podcast. It's so dope." I'm like, "Bro, like, thanks. I appreciate you listening." Like to to me, that was like you know that like almost made me cry. That was like Mm -hmm. you know such a such a nice moment. And that's what I do it for. Mm -hmm. You know, like to me, that like that 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 makes all the difference. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care if a million people listen to it. That one guy heard it. Mm -hmm. He felt it. He felt positive about it. And to me, like that. That's all the
0: payoff I need, you know? That's a bizarre feeling, eh? Yeah. You know, we all do what we do to hopefully impact someone. But when someone actually had the same kind of experience, I was at a concert with my partner and some friends not that long ago. And we was sitting down talking to some of my other friends and a guy comes out of nowhere. Hey, Hindu, <laughs> Hey, how's it going, bro? Oh, mate, thank you for what you do. You know, it's really helped me keep keep doing what you're doing. And it's bizarre. You you hope to impact someone, but when you actually realise you have and they, they take the time to come and say thank you for what you're doing – you go, wow, you know it, it, it's worth it. Yeah, you know, and I, I'll be honest, it was a, a week or two last year where I was pumping out everything. I was like, oh, why is the numbers not increasing? And mm. I focused on that for a week or two, and exactly like Russia said, you you kind of step back and realize if I can help that one person, then it's worth it. I, I changed the Hendo top topics followers to family because that's what I'm trying to do create that create that circle where you can be yourself. Yeah, you know, screw what people say about you, screw who. People say you can't do what you want to do. Mm. Just be yourself.
3: Mm. Have either of you had any of your views changed by your podcast? Like something you thought was, you know, to be true Mm. that you started to second guess yourself because, man, how come these people are talking like
0: this? I think it's that the biggest thing for me is that majority of us all grieve the same. Mm. You know, we're all such in that, the mindset of we're all different, like we were saying earlier, but that's the one thing we can relate on. You know, I know how you guys feel when you get pissed off, mm. when you're when you're angry, when you don't want to get up out of bed in the morning. Like That's the thing that, from talking to many people, no matter what they've had to happen in their life, the different journeys, that's the one thing that we can all relate on. Mm.
1: Mm. I think, yeah, I can kind of relate to that. There's a lot of things that, we, you know, we as people feel, you know, like I've had all sorts of different guests, you know. I had say, you know, like a rapper, a comedian, a lawyer, and a psychologist. They all feel the same things, yeah. regardless of what you do, you know. Like you still, yeah, you, you're right, you know. You grieve the same. You, you know, you feel the same kind of joy. Mm. It's all, you know, it's all, it's all about the people aspect of it. I think, yeah. you know, um, it kind of. I think the whole medium of the podcast kind of humanized a lot of a lot of what, you know, what's going on out there because, you know, if you look at these things traditionally where you had talk shows, you had TV, you had magazines and everything seemed like it was so out of reach, you mm. know, these people are like almost different species to us, you mm. know, they live differently, they mm. feel differently but reality is when you kind of, when you sit down and actually chat to people like you realize it's just a normal person across mm. there, you know?
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm just trying to, I know I'm hosting at the chat but, I'm getting lost in it, you know, and I'm starting to think, oh, yeah, that's that's me too. And it's really interesting to try and work out. Like one of the areas that I've been trying to grapple through is uh, I'll, I'll separate religion and spirituality for a second. I've become a bit more spiritual, mm. and I mean like learning about different customs and the ways people can articulate. Like I, I thought the world was a bit more black and white, you know, and that – oh, it's logical and there's stardust and, you know, we can, uh, uh, the sun's going to blow up one day and, you know, but when you start talking to people, there's this, I don't know, there's this um, gray area. That's the best way to describe it. And that includes, um, oh, how do you say, say it without sounding too wild, like an energy.
0: Mm.
3: And I've been stumped on that because I'm like, huh, that's interesting, you know, that. I don't, I don't actually believe if you put out to the world, you'll get back equally, but there's something like that, that I'm trying to work through. What's the balance, you know?
1: Yeah. The, the vibe Mm. almost, so to speak, because I would, you know, like I myself, I'm not into that kind of stuff. Like Mm. I'm a, I'm a very logical kind of straightforward person, you know, like I, I think things through and I rationalize them and I try to notice all the moving parts, but nonetheless, you know, I've. It's it's all very real. Mm. But in saying that, the more I've done this, the more you realize, yeah, there's this little bit of, you know, subtle energy that, you know, that isn't something that you can kind of quantify or, you know, like, it's like, yeah, it's it's there, but it's not. Yeah.
3: Your thoughts, Hendo, before I um, go into my thoughts? (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. What's the energy, bro? What's the vibe?
0: I mean, after, like I said before, let the universe do its magic. Is mm. always go by take the risk of losing a chance and, you know, what you give out, you get back. Mm. Law of attraction. Yeah. You know, I, I Are really, you all in on that? Yeah. I, I truly believe that if you put your all out into either something you love doing or, or try to improve yourself into the universe, that over time you'll subtly get little golden nuggets that will build up to something amazing. Yeah. Um, whether that be moving away from the wrong people who surround you, mm. uh, giving up booze, trying to work out and better yourself, you'll be rewarded somehow.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. What about your logos and your bios to the podcast? How many times have you changed your bio and uh, do you get yourself twisted up in how to brand yourself? Be honest.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I actually haven't really touched it. Like Ever since the um, the cover art got put together – I kind of just stuck to it. This is what it is. At the yeah. end of the day, it's about, you know, it's about the podcast and, mm. and try to brand
0: myself in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Hinder? Yeah, my, my branding is pretty straightforward. You know, I'd, only time I've changed it is to make it less pixelated or, or more readable. <laughs> yeah. uh, I changed my bio from more West Auckland lingo to something that was more readable as well. Uh, apart from that, no, it's, you know, you, you want to, you want to do your so it's a bit of a teaser, you know, oh, well, this sounds good, yeah. what is it? Well, mine's straightforward, you know, real people, real stories, raw and uncut. Mm. And, uh, it's the feeling of being heard. You know, people want to be find validation in their lives if they can have someone, like when I had Shane Young on, and mm. so many young males especially reach out saying, well, uh, he, he's felt the way I felt, or he's he's spent quite a chunk of his life away from his family pursuing his dream. I've been trying to tally that up if I should do it or not mm. he's really helped me I, I feel heard that's the that's what I'm trying to go for at the end of the day
3: yeah how cool Shane Young. Yeah. yeah good dude um possibly in some circles a little bit controversial but there's recently been some podcast awards or something to that oh, effect got that, yeah and um what's your guys thoughts on that because I've got some views that a podcast is not a radio show repurposed on iTunes.
1: Or that actually kind of annoys me a little bit, like how all these radio stations now have podcasts, you know, like yeah. oh, Edge and this and that. Everybody's got a podcast. I'm like, man, just stick to your commercial, family-friendly, you know, filtered material. Like just because you put you put your stuff on the internet, it doesn't make your podcast. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, like what's cool about a podcast is, you know, there used to be such a thing as, you know, pirate radio where it's kind of mm. like, you know, You have a radio station, but you're not really an official Mm. radio station. Mm. You know, like, I think it keeps that degree of authenticity and, like you said, you know, raw and uncut. You know, we don't filter this. We don't cater to, you know, to what somebody somewhere might think, you know, we should say. Mm. How we should censor ourselves Mm. or should we touch that subject. I think, you know, I think the rawness of it all is what keeps podcasts interesting. Mm. You know, like some, like again you know it's this whole andrew tate thing like yeah i don't i don't like the guy i don't endorse his views but in saying that you know he has the freedom to say what he wants mm, to say mm. and i think all this um all this controversy surrounding such things is well you know show a better way mm. if you if you think that this is wrong show a better way you know we all it's all a, um level playing field at the end of the day everyone's got a voice
3: and do you think it's more good or more not good. And I'm talking about, like, say, Joe Rogan, for example, had lots of controversy. Not the stuff that's been in the media, but more like a giant platform, and he's just a dude expressing ideas. Now, what happens if those ideas aren't correct and millions of people follow those? Sometimes I think about that mm. with us, you know. So we might influence a smaller group, but if I've got someone talking about aliens and all you got to do is, you know do some wild stuff, which I never have had. But, you know, what's the responsibility we have? I mean, that's what radio has, right? They have watches to make sure that um, they don't say fuck, for example. Mm. Now well, they, we, they we, we le- can. They say have f- legislation
1: that yes, they have to yes, follow, yes, yeah, yes. which we don't. No,
3: no, no. Yeah. But I feel like we have the kind of ethics of the internet, which if you say it and it's out there, people can respond or – you know
0: the interesting thing with the whole radio show podcast which I'm noticing a lot is yeah they do their radio show podcast but you'll see a, a, quite a lo- lot of them actually splitting off and, and doing their own thing mm. like Russia said to to voice to, to give their voice to right. talk about something they're interested in something they want to talk about like dom yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah or, Dom or yeah. Jay Reeves or or, or Clint and Steph that yeah. they're doing at the moment. Yeah. They're doing a uh, podcast show that they want to do, mm. not following mm. the, the roster that they have to do.
3: Do you kind of think like our secret is that I know we've done it for no money for a while and I know I'll continue to do it for no money and they'll probably get to a point where they're like, oh, man, it's really hard to make a splash without the massive marketing budget. eh? So eventually that'll peter off and you just see us chugging away. That's how I think about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, with us chugging along, we'll also bring those who have split off from their mm. you know, you say job and the radio, doing what they love to do. Mm. And Dom and I have spoken about heaps. He's gone, well, you know, the podcast is a hard scene to graph, but he's also said he loves it because now he's able to talk about what he loves, what he's interested in, you know, what, what chugs his boat.
3: Who's on your list, bro? Who's on your list to uh who's your wish list of podcast guests?
1: Oh man, it's, it's too big. It's, <laughs> come on. It, l- l- lay
3: some down, lay some down.
1: Um, well, you know, like I I would love to talk to um Dave Letelli, Brown Butterbean. Yep. Um uh, I've come across him in the boxing scene in the awesome. past. I know he's been doing a lot lately, you know, like he's um really kind of been doing the whole community bit. Mm. Um would really love to speak to him. But in saying that as well, I would love to I would love to have a politician on. I know like I know this is gonna be the most probably the hardest one to like to suss out because you know most politicians aren't gonna put themselves in a position where you know you could potentially kind of compromise yourself a little bit which you can on my show anyway like if mm. you're gonna bring particular views like we're gonna chop it up and you better be able to drive <laughs> that point home. You're not gonna be able to get around this like with the AM show mm. with some slick ass talking about, you know, <laughs> oh well we're doing an investigation because we need an investigation and I'm gonna talk about an investigation. You said absolutely nothing. And now, now let's go to a break. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? So like on, on my podcast, you're not gonna be able to do that. So that's that's gonna be the hard part, but like I would I would love to I would love to sit down and talk to one of our politicians. Mm, yeah.
3: Mm. What about you, Hinda? Who's on your wish list?
0: I'd love to sit down for Alessanya. Yeah, his story is one that I feel could reach out and help many. Mm. The broken, the broken nation, the the warrior of his country. Mm. Um, hopefully, have Sir Peter Leach next week. Nice, which is a kiwi icon himself.
3: I went to his house for a podcast. Oh, did you? Yeah, with my SingStar <laughs> microphones back in the day, <laughs> into an old school <laughs> Mac. Man, that was a hard interview. He's like, "Where's all your gear?" Oh, sorry, Sir Peter. I've just got a Sync Start microphone for the PlayStation Two. Oh, I got right down to the edge of my questions. What was your first car? I said, Peter. Why? Oh, how <laughs> times have changed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I think the best thing is we can we can get those people. You know, like I know Dave. Shane knows Israel. Yeah. You know, everyone knows Sir Peter Leach, and um. You know, it's just a matter of scheduling. And how beautiful is that, eh? That we're not saying Elon Musk or
0: mm, Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah. I think people get bored of those kind of people, though.
1: I'll throw, an, I'll throw a wild card. Yeah, and I actually, I had, um, I had, I had Dre squirrel on my podcast yeah, um, that yeah. I'm yep. about to drop. I would love to sit down with Brian Tavaki. Ooh, <laughs> baby. He and I talked about both Dre, Dre Should and I, get I you talked about a mic? About guy? A Should Brian Samaki, that that would be a podcast.
3: <laughs> Just yeah, do it, bro. Awesome. I, I I don't know if
1: he like. I don't know if he would do it. I don't know if he'd do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, they might have to raise some money for that, you know. But like, <laughs> hey, you know, Brian, if you're watching, mm-hmm. I'll let your boy versus everything one time for your mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, on Dave Latella, I I was his first podcast back in the day. So 2013, I had a different show called My Kiwi Life. It was a partnership I had. It's actually my most successful podcast. That had something like 20,000 downloads an episode. But, you know, I just was in a partnership with another person and I wanted to try my own thing and I thought I could replicate it, but I couldn't. But Dave was my second episode on that show and he'd just come back from Australia. Because, you know, if you hear about his story, he lost everything and rebuilt and lost everything and rebuilt again. And um, it was when he first came back. And his pal gave him the opportunity to box, and he was, you know, light and cash. And I said, "Are you hungry?" He's like, "Fucking starving." So I took him for sushi, and we had a mean feed. And I had no money, but but it was one of those things that you know. When if I think about it today, when I see him, he's like, oh, "You are one of the originals," you know. And I am like, "Oh well, I am happy that I know you, you know." So if I can help in any way to connect you up, you know, let's do that. And in fact, maybe that's why I asked you both to come today. Because we don't have a guild or a networking event, we have got a few little sub Facebook groups or Instagram chats. But I don't know. Maybe there's an opportunity to do more, right? How cool would it be to host a event or something, mm. eh? Where we can have an episode each of our podcast. Yeah,
1: you know, it's um, it's interesting. I th- I thought it was quite a cool idea when you um, when you said something that you were going to invite Hendo. Though I thought it was a really cool idea for like the three of us to sit down and. I think what like the, my biggest takeaway from today is like what the coolest thing about all of this, right? Is we have three different people, and we could invite the same person to our podcast, but it wouldn't be the same conversation. Yep. Yep. And that's the great thing is you know it's the variety that we that we offer. You know, yep. everyone has their own style, everyone has their own theme and and outlook on things, and you know that that's why I, you know it's it's nice to know that it's not like a competitive environment yeah. so to speak there's no need for that because everyone has their own thing you know like we all contribute something to this mm. whether we come together whether we invite guests to our you know own separate podcast you yeah. know it's, it's a great thing I like it
3: yeah, yeah I do too it's almost like what indie filmmaking must have been like back in the days eh um yeah any more thoughts on that Hendo
0: I, I just love the fact that you know those who truly want to make a change do it. Mm.
3: You
0: know, Russia gets the hard, gritty stuff out of people. Yeah, it
3: doesn't let, I, you won't, I can imagine him not letting. What do you mean by that? Uh, no, come on, you haven't answered my question. <laughs> Sit back down. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. but no, we all have our different stories. You know, we all come from different backgrounds, but mm. we're all trying to share people's stories, which is awesome. You know, no. we're all trying to especially I'd say Russia as well, is asking the questions a lot of people want to ask, mm. you know, putting the opinion across the stereotypes that you know should be questioned and, and, and should have a conversation against, and that's amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just while you're talking, I was thinking, who are some of the people I've ch- chatted to? I've actually, on different versions of podcasts over the years, they don't exist anymore. You quickly get them offline, but I interviewed the Prime Minister, Jacinda, but back when she wasn't the Prime Minister... And I don't think I'd want to interview her again Mm. because I think she couldn't really talk properly about life because she's forever the prime minister, you know. But then again, I don't know if you follow Mark Maron, he's a podcaster in the States, but he interviewed Barack Obama. And they had this amazing chat. I think
1: it might be easier once they are out of the politics. Yeah, you know? yeah, like maybe, obviously maybe. if you're still in it, you know, people are going to bite your every word. You mm-hmm. know, oh, you said this, oh, that's a front page news. We're going to scrutinize the hell out of you. But, you know, once they're done, it's like, well, you know, let's just talk
0: about what, you know what your experiences. And I also feel yeah. the conversation, not so much you'd have to second guess what they're saying, but there's the mm-hmm. sense of I feel like they'll say what they – Feel needs they need to say yeah. that they want people, you know, what they want That's people right. for them to say. So talking to Jacinda would be, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Do you <laughs> want to say what you really mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: We should um, just send all politicians to you, yeah. you, you yeah. Russia You won't let someone off the hook. Um, just seeing your watch, it says six o'clock. That's an hour for us that we've been going. So I think you know, keep it in an hour but um my question that i don't often ask i you know i tried to think of a theme at the beginning and it's like ask people their mind blowing moment in life and then i went away from that but i've tended to come back to that um for question for both of you do you have a mind blowing moment in life that um has helped shape you has helped you view the world to navigate you forward you know we've kind of hinted at it that maybe all three of us have been looking for a way to you know, integrate into something and be part of something, and find ourselves in that. But, yeah, Hendo, start with you. Do you have a mind-blowing moment that you can share with us?
0: I think simple and easy is it's worth fighting for, mm. and that came that came to mind when I was in a pretty dark place a couple of years ago, mid year of high school. Had a lot of a lot of drama that built up from my my childhood. Tried to take my life one night. My friend saves me, and. The the following week, I realised it's worth fighting for. Mm. You know, a lot of people feel like they're not heard, that they're not validated, that they're a burden to their parents, their friends. No one cares about them. But if you have something, if you if you have that desire to go somewhere to get something to a, a, achieve a goal, it's worth fighting for. Mm. Boom! Oh, geez, boss.
3: Russia, can you be, Can you? Uh,
0: um, you're
3: just going to concede that Hendon's got the mind blowing moment of the night. <laughs> Now, oh, I, just, I, don't,
1: I don't know if uh, you know, like, if if people are going to like this, but it was a. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to get too Joe Rogan about this either, Do because it. it was a. Yeah, it no. was a. It was a psychedelic moment, right?
3: Boom! Guns detail. Had a,
1: I had a psychedelic experience. It was my first psychedelic experience, right? And the main takeaway that I got from that is the, you know, the interconnectedness that you have. Because I think up until that point, I was always feeling like I was missing out on things. You know, there's a lot going on. I was trying to be part of everything. And in the end, I was part of nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, but I realized that, you know, no matter what I do, there's, you know, there's an interconnectedness to a lot, um, to a lot of what's going on around me. And I realized that, you know, I, I'm not actually as alone as I may feel because of all this. I actually know a lot of people. Um, recently, you know, my partner pointed out, it's like, man, you you know people everywhere you go. And I never thought of it that way. It's like, I don't think of myself as, you know, the man about town that knows everybody. I actually feel like, you know, I don't know anybody. But, you know, it turns out that it's not quite like that. And as, you know, as I mentioned you know previously, and um, you know one of the one of the best takeaways from my podcast is you know when you meet people that have heard your work that you know that your work has had an impact on, you realize that you know you you have your role in place mm. in this world, no matter what, and it's you know I think it's actually very relevant to what you're saying as well, you know when you feel like you're isolated, like you don't matter, like you're not part of anything well. Reality is you. You actually do. You play mm. a huge role in what's going on around you, mm. even when you sometimes don't, don't realize it. Yeah,
3: ain't no radio show yeah. capturing shit like this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Repackage that for <laughs> Apple Apple Podcasts.
0: I was want to quickly ask before we started filming this. You said you know you're someone who's quite introverted. Um, how does it actually make you feel when someone does come up to you and say what you've you've spoken about has impacted them?
1: Well, you know, like you, at first you kind of don't know what to do with it, but, um, you know, I think having these, these podcasts actually kind of helped me deal with that mm-hmm. as well. So you're like, yeah, I'm still an introverted person in terms of like, you know, I internalize my thought process quite a lot. I'm not one of those, you know, life of the party type people, but in saying that I don't feel isolated to the extent where I'm like, ah. Oh, I don't know how to talk to people, yeah, gosh, you know. Yeah. Like you, you get better at communicating. So when somebody comes up to you and says something, you are like, "Oh, hey," you know. Like you can be relaxed about it and say, "Hey, look, I appreciate it," you know. Show some love. It's all positive. It's it's a positive experience. It's not like a you know a big shake up. It's like holy shit, someone's talking yeah, to me and I don't yeah, know yeah, how to yeah, you know yeah, yeah. how to talk to people. So yeah, I think That's that lovely, you know, yeah. like it, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, nice. Yeah,
3: it's awesome. Um, a good guest I'd really recommend. I've probably done ten, po- well, not ten, maybe. Jimmy Hunt, if you've come across his work. Um, i heard of him Yeah, so he's worth checking out. He told me about his so – he lives in Mexico, and he comes back here to do three months of work to afford life in Mexico. He does public speaking, and he um, had the world's largest water slide. Very interesting guy. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, no, so I know who that he's is. He's coming soon, I think, from Mexico, so jump in there, grab him. But it reminded me of him because you talked about the psychedelics. He told me about a psychedelic experience in um, Mexico where – he fought a python for six hours on oh. his trip, you know, to the abyss, and he said, "Um, oh, I forget exactly what he said, but really interesting, really interesting dude. So, you know, I'd book him down. I saw you had Big Dave. Yeah, he's Big the man. Dave. eh? That
1: was yeah, that was another really good one. Yeah. Eh? just kind of yeah. a man, a man that really knows how to uplift. Yes, like yes. there, there's no." There's no way you can shut them down, you know. Mm. Like even if you try, even if you try to say, like, "Ah, oh, you know, everything sucks. I can't yeah. do it." That's a man that's gonna show you that you can. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So Dave Neath, we're talking about right? Okay. Been an amazing guest. He's a um, he's Israel's um, mental skills yeah. coach.
1: Basically, yeah, it works with um all of the top. That's right. Top athletes in New Zealand, yeah.
3: yeah. And um, I actually, <laughs> I'm not embarrassed, but when the first COVID lockdowns came, I was like, "Fuck." we better strengthen up. So I booked Dave for 10 sessions. He said, what do you want to learn? And I'm like, just how to be tougher in my mind, you know, because I, f- I thought things might go to shit a bit more. I mean, they're pretty shit, but I thought they were really, the rails were coming yeah. off, you know, and I was like, I was calling all my neighbors and I'm like, we've got to unite. <laughs> and uh he's my text me if there's any dramas and I'll run over. But um. You know, I just didn't anticipate that we're humans. We find a way to make it work. And it's beautiful, you know, that we constantly try and uplift each other. And that's how I feel today with the chat, boys. So I want to thank you. Just quickly before we go, um, how can people follow you if they want to join your mission?
0: Yeah, just on our Instagram, Hendo's Hot Topics. Uh, in the bio there, there's a link tree bio. Tap on that, baby, and the list of where you can find the podcast will be on there. Boom. Russia? Yeah, same with me. Um,
1: Instagram is probably my main platform at rolling underscore Russia awesome. I got the same thing, Linktree I got YouTube, um, Spotify Apple, all of that versus everything, one time for your mom, baby <laughs> yeah.
3: Thank you for joining me on this podcast therapy session <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel very empowered next time we'll do it, I think we'll get Ryan to come here 100%. too eh? He's yeah. the man. So thank you Ryan for uh, connecting us all and thank you fellas for coming in
1: Awesome, yeah, no, a real positive experience. Thank you.
2: Holding my head again, making my way through crowded thoughts. Sometimes it's hard to get out of it. Broke my heart in the dark. I was just trying to feel something, falling asleep to the sound of it. Always used to let you clean up the mess down on my knees Thought I couldn't stand up on my own Turns out sometimes he's stronger alone Bringing out the yeah, Bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero Look inside the mirror I find one Oh, carry the hurt It's too hard, pick it up, dust it off When I fall down 11, I get up 12 Don't need nobody else Yeah, I I can save myself Got burned, but I learned Our scars make us who we are Now I'm 10 feet tall over my demons Remind me no one's got me like myself yeah, I love me without any help. I'm the best thing to believe in. So I'm bringing out the fight, they yeah, bring on all the lightning, cause I- Heavy as a season, and the sun is always right behind the storm.